afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and tonight I'm going, uh, I'm doing the show by myself tonight. And uh, joining me in the studio, not totally, I'm not by myself, but joining me in the studio today is uh, Kyle Dotson. Kyle, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, Kyle's producing. And Kyle's brother, Casey, younger brother, Casey, is visiting from Pennsylvania. He's going to be here for about two and a half weeks. Casey, let the people hear you a little bit. Hey, what's going on? There you go. That's Casey. And um, this week, Casey and Kyle uh, were gifted a pair of tickets to see L.A. Kiss. And what L.A. Kiss is, is that's, uh, that's an arena football team owned by Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. So uh, Jimmy Pardo uh, gave them his uh, tickets for the night, and uh, they went down to the game. Uh, Paul Stanley had tweeted that he would be down there, and if you brought his book down, um, they, he would sign it for you. So, of course, I couldn't go, but I said, you got to take my book, and you got to show up three hours before game time, and you got to get this book signed for me. So uh, so what happened, guys? Uh, you get down there. Uh, yeah, we get down there. There's a little bit of a line, not too much, and uh, we were kind of like, oh, well, there aren't a lot of people here. And it was supposed to start at 4.30, but it ended up not starting until like 5.30 probably. Okay. And uh, by that because point... Because Paul, did Paul have to put his makeup on? Is that why? <laughs> no, no. I'm not sure why. Did He He didn't have makeup. No, no makeup. Okay, he didn't have makeup. Uh, I knew he did. Maybe he was putting his ear on. I'm not sure. Oh, and, that is not nice. That is not nice. <laughs> um, but there were, there were like 250 people in line by that point. And Casey, if you could describe the people in line, how would you describe them? One word. Rough. <laughs> Rough. Okay. Like what were the, did they have Kiss shirts on? Uh, mostly jerseys, a lot of LA Kiss jerseys. All right, some, some Kiss stuff. Tattoos, uh, and tattoos. Uh, some jerseys that were home altered. What does that mean? Uh, they had like taken uh, patches, like album patches. Oh, okay. And then put them on the jerseys, like taken upon themselves. To- oh well, I have to call that cool. <laughs> that doesn't seem bad at all. So how long you? So um, how deep in line are? You? How deep are you from from actually being face to face with the star child? Um, probably like like we were probably forty people back. Forty people. That's not too bad. No. And how many people were behind you then? Probably like uh, two hundred. Oh my god! Did he? Uh, do you know if he stayed and signed everyone's? I think he did. Yeah, because yeah. when we were leaving, like there were like five people left in line, uh-huh. so and he was still there. I mean, they had a pretty surprisingly they had a good system. They only let like so many people right. up these stairs at a time. Then you went into a place, okay, and it was like real quick. Like they took your book, they handed it to him, he signed it, and then would pose for, for a, picture. a picture. That's yeah. pretty cool. I've been to a lot of these where there is no picture, but that's cool. Yeah. And he had four LA Kiss girls with him. Sure, he Just, did. Paul likes to. Paul likes to get laid. <laughs> I'm a family man, but I love to lay down with some pussy. <laughs> so uh, you guys get up there, and uh, d- is there any interaction? Is there any conversation with Paul Stanley? Uh, he says he. Puts oh, and his- what are you? Guys- tell what you guys are wearing. Uh, we were wearing LA Kiss uh, t-shirts. t-shirts, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Casey, yours. Uh, Said st- it was Stanley yes. and with a number one yes. or, and, or a letter I or a letter I. I. Like. And yours was a uh, Simmons s- with a 90- 99. 99. Um I'm ninety eight better than Paul. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, he put uh, Paul put his hand on both of our shoulders mm-hmm. and what's for the say picture. To you? And then he says, uh, "Thanks for coming out today, guys." Let me tell you something. I love when people come get all <laughs> signature. Uh, so I appreciate you guys doing that for me. Yeah, it was yeah. great signature, Absolutely. and you, you got a couple of guitar picks, and you got a a booklet about the LA Kiss, yeah. which I have no use for. I threw those out. Um, so then d- the game. What is the actual sporting event? It's I, I'm sure it's jammed to the hilt, packed. Uh, no, there's about two thirds of the seat were seats two, were open. Two yeah. thirds of the seats are open. What's it, what's it like? Is it is it feel like football? Not at all. No. What's it? Does it? It feel doesn't like, even feel like a high school game. Does it feel like um, in the 70s there was a show called Battle of the Network Stars where uh, so, uh, just celebrities from all of the nighttime shows would compete in events? Does it feel like that? Um, no, because you would actually know some of those people. Okay, I see. These are like the third string people from like college teams. Who did they play? They played a, uh, the, the San, San Jose, Jose. Sabercats. That's a terrible name. Yeah. Sabercats, that sounds like something that's like in a Flintstone movie. Half of the names sound like made up. They're not like... Well, now Bon Jovi has a team. What's it, the New it Jersey... Is the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Soul. Soul. That's all right. Yeah. That's a, I like that because uh, Soul Music and, and Phil, the Philadelphia Soul sound. Yeah, they, I think their logo is like a music note. The sure Kiss logo is just LA and over Kiss. Kiss. <laughs> and we've talked about this. They, they, they dropped the ball with that name. It should have been the LA Destroyers. Yeah, it's just it's simple. Um, and who won that game? Sabercats. The Sabercats. Sabercats. What was the score? I think it was forty-eight thirty-two. Did you stay for the whole game? No, we kind of left like with like five minutes left. But we did get to see the halftime show. That's right. In the halftime show, Mr. Stanley comes out and he brings. Well, his... le- well, let me set the stage first. Oh, okay. I didn't Sorry. know that no, I no, wasn't uh, no, no. There talking are, to there, there, there are four. Uh, there are four cages mm-hmm. in each corner. Above the, the the end yeah end zones. Okay, there's four cages above the end zones. Yeah, two the, against each. Okay, and what's and, in those cages? Uh, women dancing. Okay, uh, so it's a, so you bring your family out to this event. It, and yeah. It's a strip club. Yeah, and uh, they'll right, raise terrific. and lower them. Okay, uh, during the game, and the one by us, the cage by us, the uh, we see like it's like spinning out of control <laughs> at one point, and the girl is like clearly gone into like. The position that they were like, hey, um, if something happens, you have to sit down and you have to like hold on with both hands. Oh, my God. And you have to like signal. So they're like trying to signal. They had to stop play so they could they bring. They stop play of the football game. Yeah, so they could bring this down. Oh, my God. That doesn't then, happen in a football game. Uh, unlike, unlike she was like strapped in. So they had to like mm-hmm. unstrap her from it. And then walk, like walk her off. And then they had a guy out there and he just like spun it to like get it. Untangled, oh and then they God. raised it up, and then they didn't use it the rest of the Thank game. Thank God. Uh, they had they raised it up and put Peter Chris in there <laughs> with his cat makeup, and you could throw uh, you could throw little like cat, tomatoes and stuff at him. Well, or cat treats. Oh, okay. He gets hungry. Then they had uh, uh, BMX stars come out, and uh, always a great thing at <laughs> with a ramp. Just do a few, oh just do God. a few flips. Uh, it's, it's literally a psycho circus at this game. <laughs> the the Rock City dancers would come out, sure they and do. Uh, throw some t shirts. Mm-hmm. They also they wanted to get the crowd pumped up, so they threw uh, beach balls out, and they said, "Now these beach balls are signed by members of the LA Kiss." Okay, and then no one threw them around. They no just one threw kept them around because they're like, "Oh, well, these are autographed. Let's keep them." Yeah, and they drove a car out onto the field as well. Yeah, Fiat, the- and then all the all the. Cheerleaders got out like they were the um, Ant Hill mob from Wacky oh my, Races. Oh my god! 
but then but, but then Paul came out too, didn't he? Yeah, he brought his ha- rock and roll well, hall of fame trophy. Like, yeah, that was all like during like in between plays. Okay, they would do that, and then uh, Paul comes out during halftime. Yeah, and and you don't know what he's talking about, really. We have no idea what he's talking about. He starts out by saying uh, he has the rock and roll hall of fame trophy, and he's holding it up, and he's like. He's like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just inducted us, and they hate us. <laughs> and then from there, he just starts to say how, like... Did he start by saying, people? Yeah, and he's like, it took 14 years for them to invite us to the party, and apparently uh, they hate us. And we're like, uh, okay. And then he starts talking about the veterans. And how oh, we're boy. So like, I don't know what the segue was, but we're there's so, no segue when he talks about like, the veterans. He's like, we're so lucky to live in a country with his freedom. People that would fight for our freedom. And then as he's saying this, a man in an LA kiss Jersey yeah. is walking towards <clears throat> okay. center field where he is uh, or the center of the field. And, uh, and we think like, Oh, this he, guy's a veteran. That's a veteran. He's going to, he's, he's going to meet Paul Stanley. So this guy comes up, and uh, sticks his hand out to shake Paul Stanley's hand. And Paul Stanley goes, I don't know who the hell this guy is, but he's got some balls. And he shakes his <laughs> hand. So it's just a drunk fan that has wandered oh, no. onto the field. And then he starts trying to take the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame trophy from Paul. And Paul's like, here, you can have that and some handcuffs. And then the guy, <laughs> and then the guy just starts walking away. And like security doesn't come after him. They just kind of beckon him off the field. Right. Come on, buddy. <laughs> They shook an autographed beach ball at him and he ran right <laughs> off. And then uh, that was it. So, Casey, what did you think of the whole... What, what do you give the scale of one to ten? What's that whole sporting event like? Probably about a four. About that a might four. might be a little high. Yeah. I mean... How long do you think this L.A. kiss is going to last? Uh, four or five years. Paul Stanley said they're going to... That's a long time. Four or said, five years. He said they were going to continue to get better. And this was just the beginning, so... <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are hype machines. All right. Well, you know what? Let's uh, before I talk about what's going to happen today, then let's hear let's hear a little bit of uh, of uh, Paul Stanley and Kiss from the album The Elder. All right. Now, the reason that I played uh, the song called I by Kiss is because today we are putting the rock solid Opedia uh, to bed. This is the last letter and the letter is I. And since it's the letter I, I, Pat Francis, decided that I alone would do this episode by myself. But then I thought, I don't have a lot of eyes <laughs> in my in my collection. I don't. I have like four. So I put it out on Facebook and I asked people to list some I songs that they like by uh, bands that begin with I or artists whose last name is I. And I got a ton of submissions from people. So today's show is actually me and the listeners. That's where the songs are coming from. We're going to play songs um, that I have chosen, but most of the songs... I'd say at least 
three-fourths of the songs today have all been sent to me. And uh, some of them were hard to find, but I found them, and we got them queued up, and we are ready to go. So let's start it out. Uh, a couple of people uh, mentioned this band. Uh, they're called the Ides of March. And um, this doesn't come from anyone. This is actually one of my songs. But uh, many people uh, said, let's play Ides of March. So let's drop us in at the beginning and hear a little song from 1970 called Vehicle. Stranger in the black sedan I want you hop inside my car I got pictures, got candy I'm a lovable man And I can take you to the nearest star I'm your vehicle, baby I'll take you anywhere you want to go I'm your vehicle, woman By now I'm sure you know That I love you, that I need you I want you, got to have you tried Great God in heaven, you know I love That's a band that hails out of Berwyn, Illinois, is where that band started from. And one of the members of that band went on to um, be the lead um, main songwriter for the band Survivor. That was uh, that guy's name is Jim Peterick. And um, did, did Jim Peterick write uh, Vehicle? Let me see. Not sure if he did or not. That's one of the songs. Jim Peterick did write. Uh, did write uh, Vehicle. That's one of the songs I've heard like a million times. You, I had no idea like no who idea it was who by the band or was. what it was called. I just I didn't know. And it's uh, it's from 1970. And that's a great song. It's a great song. Vehicle. Pause it up for me one second. I want to turn the air off, and I'll remember to take that part out. Now, it's like uh, at the bottom there. It's purple. Everything before that is still there, though, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Hmm. Yeah, it's Scotch Casey. If ever. So yeah, that's uh, Ides of March Vehicle, written by Jim Peterick, who went on to uh, write uh, all the Survivor hits. Uh, so okay, so now let's get in to. Uh, I'm excited about this. Let's get in because after every show, the listeners go on the Facebook page and they always write a list of songs that weren't played. Ah, oh, you should, didn't play this, and you should have played that. So today's your chance. This is your chance. To have your voice heard. So the first person we're going to go with is a guy named Scott Adams. Scott is a big David Bowie fan. When I was uh, getting into David Bowie, Scott uh, answered so many emails, so many Facebook messages that I sent him. I would say, what's this like? And what do you think of this? And Scott, every single one, he was more than happy to answer my David Bowie questions. So Scott said that I have to play something by a band called Ice House. So this is from 1987 from the album Man of Colors and this is Electric Blue. If a boy had a chance, chance with someone like you. Sounds very David Bowie like. Kind of maybe his. Yeah. Are you going to break his heart? Let him cry for the maybe let's dance period a little bit. Yeah. Electric 
Dream. So that was Electric Blue. Thanks, from Scott. Ice House. Thank you, Scott Adams. Now is that Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert? I don't think it's. I don't think Scott Adams. This is the Scott Adams that uh, created Dilbert. Is that the guy who the, the guy who created yeah. Dilbert? Scott Adams. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll edit all that out. <laughs> Um, next up, uh, this, uh, this, this, uh, I totally forgot about this next artist. His name is Donnie Iris. He is from Newcastle, Pennsylvania. I went to college in, uh, at a place called St. Vincent college in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And every year when it was time to have a concert, they'd go, we got to get Donnie Iris. And I'm like, we, we do, we have to. And, uh, and yeah. And then all those lunkheads uh, in small town PA would go, Donnie rocks, man. So I totally forgot about Donnie Iris. And Donnie Iris definitely does have some great songs. And this is one that was requested by uh, a man who writes for DC Comics, Mr. Will Pfeiffer. Uh, Will has requested Donnie Iris and a song co- called Ah Leah. So let's hear it. Donnie Iris from the 1980 album Back on the Streets. That's one of those albums where the artist is smoking on the cover, and I always think that's uh, dirty and filthy. So uh, thanks a lot, Donnie Iris. Donnie Iris is 71 years old right now. That's crazy. He's a year older than Mick Jagger, and not a household name. That's on iTunes, folks. Uh, This next artist, this comes from me, not from my collection, but it just popped in my head. I'm like, hey, there's a guy with the last name Iglesias, and we're not going to play Julio. We're, we're a little hipper than that here at this show. We're going to go with his son, Enrique. Hello, this is Enrique Iglesias. And I am That here. sounds like Antonio Banderas. I am. No, that, this is not the Antonio. We're like Triumph the Insult comic talk. You, let me tell you, this is Enrique Iglesias. And in 2001, they had an English language album called Escape. And I recorded a song in which I just wanted to be your hero. Take it from 35 seconds. Would you tremble if I touched your lips? I touch your lips. Would you laugh? Oh, please tell me this. Oh, let me know it. Now would you die? Don't die. Please don't. The one you love. I love you. Hold me in your arms tonight. Squeeze me. I can be your hero, baby I am a Spanish superhero I can kiss away the pain My kisses are magical I will stand by you forever I'm right here, baby Hold my hand You can take my breath away Oh, my breath is going I did not say fade that no, I thought that was a nice place to beat it. That you'll always be mine. I might play the whole song. Or would you lie? Just sing with it. 
This is so sexy. Wait over a minute. Please fade. That was Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Enrique, thank you for stopping by. Oh, you know that I would never want to not come by when you play my music. Now, uh, Casey, you were telling me today, how would you rate your dad's? Your dad's six years older than me, but how would you rate his taste in music? It's very old school. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. But this is one, this song, he loves this song. It's like he'll find like one song that they play on the radio Mm -hmm. and then like mix it in with all his like Andy Williams and Perry Como. (laughs) So it'd be like this or like, uh, I think we played it before, but Jessica Andrews, Who Am I? But then a song like The Battle of the Green Berets will be in there too. It's just like, it's literally... New York Mining Disaster, 1942. It's like if Rain Man made you a mixtape, right? (laughs) That's what it'd be like. Like, If some just like like, an idiot made you a mixtape, you'd be like, oh, this is... This is horrible. I don't like any of this. Uh, <laughs> all right. That was, uh, I like that. I really like that a lot. Okay. Here's what we're going to do next. The next thing we're going to go to is a guy. I don't even know this guy. This is a guy on the Facebook page that, uh, that put a song down. And I said, hey, I don't know that band. I don't know that song. But Brian Smith told me about a band called The In Crowd. And this is a song called His Majesty is Coming. His majesty is coming now. His majesty is coming now. Rejoice, rejoice. The wicked men, them running now. The wicked men, them running now. Rejoice, rejoice. All right, now obviously we do not play a lot of reggae here on rock solid just because I think Mike Siegel likes reggae a lot. I am not a reggae fan. I don't know. I just never, you know, it's just one of those genres of music that it it just, uh, I'm just not into. I I like a couple of Peter Tosh songs and, and uh, you know, maybe maybe there's probably one Bob Marley song I like. I know people love it, but I don't, but um, you don't have a poster up above your bed. No, no. What do you mean? A Bob Marley. That's like everyone in college had like a Bob Marley poster above their bed. Okay, another place to edit. Um, so, uh, so Brian Smith, thank you for introducing us uh, to some uh, reggae here uh, from the band The In Crowd. Uh, up next, okay. Now, this first guy's name is Frank, and I can say that word. But now, every other word that I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher every other word here because I don't know how to say I don't know how to say the, the the name of the song. I don't I don't know how to pronounce Frank's last name. I don't know how to say the album that this came off of. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that Frank's last name is maybe pronounced. How would you say it? Um, Bernay. Yeah, I was gonna say Bernay. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna say Frank Bernay, and if it's wrong, Frank, I'm sorry. Because uh, the thing about Frank is, uh, a couple weeks ago he um, he uh, hit the donation button and. Uh, and uh, dropped a hundred bucks in our lap, which is nice. That helps us. Uh, that helps us with a lot of stuff. It helps us with equipment. It helps us uh, buy songs on iTunes. Uh, you know, it helps us. Uh, it's just supporting the show. You hit the donation button, you're just supporting the show. So, I really appreciate that from Frank. But what Frank also did was a couple weeks ago, also when uh, Garen Cockrell was trying to raise eighty five hundred dollars. Uh, for the Pop Culture Beast site, which is uh, a site that I love. I, I write for it. 
I, uh, I get a lot of free stuff to review. I get a lot of free stuff because of Pop Culture Beast that I give away here on the show. And, uh, and Frank, actually, um, he didn't bid on it because there's no bidding. He actually bought uh, one of the incentives, which was to co-host uh, Rock Solid and pick the topic. Um, Frank doesn't even live in this country. So I guess next time he has a business trip, he's going to be here and we're going to be, uh, we're going to be recording with this guy. So I'm excited to meet him. I'm excited to record with him and I'm excited to play this song that he sent us. The band is called ideal. Uh, we had to find this on, uh, on YouTube. I, I think there's actually a live version of the song. Um, the YouTube clip was not great, so I had to boost it. And, uh, it's from the album Der Ernst des Lebens. And the song is called Eisite. Let's hear it. So that is a band called Ideal, and that sounds like a punky, poppy German band, and uh, kind of reminds me of that band Nana, who sang uh, 99 Luftballons, except this was a little more rocking than that. So, Frank, thanks for sending that in. I much appreciated. Now, on to one of my, this is one of my ladies, not really one of my ladies. Uh, this is a, a woman, or a girl, a chick, what do you call her, hottie, Natalie Ambruglia. And uh, this song, this is her biggest hit that I know of. It's a song called Torn. It was originally recorded by a band called Edna Swap. And uh, one of the people who wrote it was a member of Edna Swap. Her name was Anne Previn. And uh, Anne used to be the roommate of one of Pilar's best friends here in L.A. And uh, right after Pilar met her, I think that's when Natalie Imbruglia recorded her song and... Uh, and eventually had to move out of that apartment because she was making some mailbox money off of this song. But this is Natalie Ambrulia from the album Left of the Middle, and this is called Torn. Well, you couldn't be that man I adore. You don't seem to know, seem to care what your heart is for. Well, I don't know him anymore. There's nothing where he used to lie. My conversation has one dry. a nice fade on that Kyle come on there you go nice so uh, also seek out the Edna Swap version it sounds a little bit different and uh, Anne Previn actually sings lead vocal on that song and um, I couldn't play that version tonight because uh, Edna Swap begins with an E waiting for that to sink in All right. uh, what do I got in the hopper next let me see oh this is this is great this is gonna be great this was sent to me by David L. Williams 
He's in the Never Not Funny Players Club. He's a Players Club member, and his membership number is 0069. Up top, my brother. You know it. Up top, my brother, David Williams with the 69. How you doing, no, Willie Williams? No, did he include that information himself? Of course he did. Oh, How would okay. I know that? How would I ever know that? I don't get, a, I don't get an update from Jimmy and Matt every week. Uh, I wonder what my number is. I know I have a player's card coming, but I don't know what my number is. I'd like to know it. Uh, this is a band, another band I've never heard of in my life. This is from 2005. The band is called Immaculate Machine. The album is Ones and Zeros. And I'm giving you all this information because I want you to go to iTunes if you like these bands. Because I liked a ton of the music that was sent to me this week. And they were songs that I had never heard before. So this is Immaculate Machine. And the song is called Broken Ship. tell you a little bit about Immaculate Machine. Uh, this is a Canadian indie pop band. They hail out of uh, Victoria, British Columbia. And the band's name is taken from the lyrics of One Trick Pony, which is from uh, the album One Trick Pony by Paul Simon. Immaculate Machine. So uh, I like that. I like that song. Did you like that, Kyle? Yeah, I did. I'm trying to think who that reminds me of, uh, the voice and everything, but um, who cares? It was good. I loved it. Thank you very much, uh, Players Club member number 0069, up top, my brother. All right. Uh, who do we got next? Oh, this guy. This guy's one of my favorite guys. This dude is the man right now for me. This is the keeper of the blog. This is Andrew Rich. Now, if you haven't gone over to uh, the Rock Solid blog spot, you got to do it. It's at www.rocksolidpodcast.com. This site was created by Jason Wilcox, and he handed the reins over to Andrew Rich, who has been doing it now for about five weeks, maybe six weeks. Well, at this well, what? Yeah. at this playing, it'll be months and months that he's been doing it, but we're recording early, as we always do. But Andrew is doing an amazing job. I go over there after every show, and I read what he's written. Because I don't even remember the episodes. After we record them, it's out of my head. So it's fun to... And it's about a year later. It's about a year later when I when the episodes <laughs> come out. But um, yeah, he's doing such a great job. He adds his own humor into it. I'm glad he's doing that. He's making it his own. And head over there, uh, rocksolidpodcast.com, and check out what Andrew Rich is doing. So uh, there's, there's no way around it. I had to play any song that Andrew gave to me. So this is a band called Interpool. Uh, from the album Turn On The Bright Lights, and this song is called Obstacle One.
that is interpolar from New York City, New York. That guy sounds a little bit, and even the band sounds a little bit like um, like something that might have been on the Killers' Hot Fuss album. Yeah, I was thinking they kind of sounded like early Strokes a little bit. Too. Early Strokes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. That's a good call. Let me see how many albums they have. Let me see if it says. Uh, let me see if I can find their discography. Uh, yeah, they got four albums. They got uh, 2002, 2004, 2007, and 2010. So I like that a lot. So I'm, I would definitely seek out some more Interpol. I just like saying it. Interpol. Casey, say it for me. Interpol. See, Casey would say whatever I want him to say. Um, this next band, everyone said, uh, everyone said, play this band. Uh, the band is Iron Butterfly. It, when I was thinking of I bands, it did pop into my head. I uh, obviously I'm going to play Inagata Devita. It's from 1968. Uh, oh, I forget his name. Someone on the Facebook page said, uh, "Don't play it. Play the Iron Butterfly Fly theme." And I don't even know what the hell that is. But what I can tell you is this song, Inagata Devita, is 17 minutes and 11 seconds. We're going to hear about 14 minutes of it. And um, no. Uh, and so you can't even buy it on iTunes because you can only buy it. You can't buy it just the song. You can, you can only get it if you buy the entire album. I can guarantee I do not like a whole Iron Butterfly album. <laughs> I barely like this song. So, uh, yeah, I don't really like this song. This was, yeah, this was downloaded from, uh, this was downloaded from, um, from YouTube and then t- turned into an MP3. And let's hear a little bit of it, uh, at 20 seconds. I just, I don't know how much of that you play. No. Is there a single edit of that song anywhere? I don't know. I know uh, there's a Simpsons episode where, like the the band in school is like playing it, <laughs> like like a like a um, school of rock. T- yeah, I'm burping. That's good broadcasting. Um, is it funny? Who's in the band? Uh, is Ralph Wiggum's in the band? Yeah, Ralph. Ralph is of in. Of course it. he is. Of course he is. I would love Millhouse, that. Uh, Millhouse. Lisa. Is uh is Homer Simpson from season one in the band? <laughs> no. Hey boy. Hello boy. In a god of the vita, boy. How did the, how did they even pick up the show after season one? And how I want to know how they had a meeting to where they go. Yeah, Homer's voice is fucking killing well, us. Uh, actually, you, I just read an article recently. You did. That, uh, the person who changed the voice was the voice actor Dan Castanella because the current Homer voice sound like sounds similar, I guess, but it doesn't. It didn't hurt his voice as much as the original one. Oh, I guess. so talking like this actually hurt my voice, boy. <laughs> So that's why he changed it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad because it's, yeah, season yeah. one is, a me- I can't even watch it. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. It's really rough. Why I oughta. <laughs> so uh, that was in a God of Many people said Iron Butterfly, so I put it in there, yeah. and uh, now I'm bummed that Oh, I I'm sorry. They play it. I looked it up. They play it at church. They played at church on The Simpsons? Yeah. All right. Like, yeah. Did, uh, it says it has lyrics there. Did they change the lyrics? No, no. Uh, Bart. Bart uh, hands out the hymns and he changes it to say in the garden of Eden by I Ron butterfly. And then the organist plays it so, and everyone at church sings it. So they sing in a, in the garden of Eden. Baby. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that Bart is such a scamp. 
I was that guy on for 25 years. Uh, okay. He looks great. He does. He hasn't changed. hasn't aged a bit. Looks fantastic. Looks like he's 10. <laughs> he does. Hey, uh, the next gentleman is also in the extended rock uh, solid family. This is Glenn K. Ammo. Glenn is one of the four artists that does the Facebook artwork. Uh, Glenn's artwork is always the, the how do we, uh, not caricature. Caricature sounds like an, like an insult to the artist. Yeah, it's the like caricature. A, that's like when you go to the beach and the guy goes, oh, you got a giant nose, so I put a surf, surfboard in your hand and you got a big fucking nose. Yeah. I'm an artist. Give me 15 bucks for this. Uh, uh, so what a, Glenn does... He just kind of does like almost like uh, animated versions animated of Animated versions. He's done, he's done all of us. But he they're did. very like... They're like almost like animated portraits because they really do look like us. They do. I mean, they're, they're so good. Christy Stratton uses hers as her Facebook profile picture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's done everyone on the show. He's done... Um, he, Bel, he did Belknap. He did, um, he did Lisa Loeb. Um, Ted lied a couple weeks did, ago. He did Ted me, Ted lied and Mike Siegel a couple weeks ago. And I don't, I don't ask him. His seems so involved. He did Travis when Travis oh, yes. hosted. Um, his are so involved that I, I don't reach out to him as much as the other three only because I feel like he's, he's like really putting time in and I don't want to, I don't want to do that. If, if I'm wrong, Glenn, let me know. And then I'll fire. There's other three and you can do it every week. <laughs> but, uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn said the Indigo girls, so this song, this is um, this is a long song title. This is The Girl with the Weight of the World in Her Hands from the album Nomads, Indians, Saints. So uh, this might be a long clip because I want to get uh, I want to get a nice taste of the song in. So here we go. Recover from her losses. She's not chosen this path, but she watches who it crosses. Maybe move to the right, maybe move to the left, so we can all see her pain she wears like a banner on her chest, and we all say it's sad, and we think it's a shame, and she's called to our attention, but we do not call her name. That was a great choice, Glenn. I had not, uh, I was not familiar with that song. If if I put my iPod on shuffle and it shuffled, uh, you know, the thousands of songs that were in my iPod, uh, you would hear that would play and then, uh, and then Marilyn Manson would play and then James Taylor and then Alice Cooper and then Neil Diamond and then Carol King and then Scorpion. I mean, it's just crazy. So I, I love, I love a little bit of everything and I really did. Enjoy that song uh, by the Indigo Girls. I'm going to have to seek out. Now, what's going to happen to me, Glenn? I'm going to buy one Indigo Girls album, and then at the end of three weeks, I'm going to own every goddamn Indigo Girls album. I get it. This has happened. Kyle, it's happened with who? It's happened with... Uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. Elvis Costello. Yes. Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually named the other band. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, most recently, what am I doing? What's, what's, what, what's stacked up at the house right now? Uh, Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson is stacked up at the house. You actually got one today, right? No, that's a whole different story. I uh, I purchased on eBay uh, Night and Day Part 2 by Joe Jackson. And today the CD arrived. And I opened it up. I pull out the packing slip. says Night and Day by Joe Jackson. I pull out the CD. 
it's like Indugo Bakatuku. And it's a song, the, the album's called Taku Music. And I put it in, I don't even understand what's going on. It's, uh, it's, it's like. You basically said it was like uh, Paul Simon's Graceland with a, in a language you don't understand. It's, it's like Paul Simon's Graceland without Paul Simon, but not as good. So, uh, so now I got to send that bullshit back and try to get my goddamn night and day part two, which I'm not even going to like. Oh, I like it. I'm so into this Joe Jackson right now. These bands that I never heard that I, you know, I remember, is she really going out with And then him? you're going to get all the uh, Indu Matupo. Yeah, that's actually why I didn't play too much of it because I didn't want to end up having to buy his two albums. Um, okay, who's next? Oh, okay. This guy, I feel like these names, these names are so familiar to me. I feel like I know some of the listeners. Uh, Steve Harold uh, is always posting on the Facebook page. Maybe a little too much, Steve. Maybe I maybe I, I might block him. No, I'm not. Uh, but Steve sent a band called The Insiders. Again, this was one I couldn't find. I had to find it on uh, on YouTube. I did do like what Murray does and steal all his music. And uh, this is a song called uh, Ghost on the Beach from the album Ghost on the Beach. And I, I got to tell you, I'm really digging this tune. So, Steve Harold, do me a favor. If you actually have a copy of this CD, and, uh, and you know, by the time this airs, we could all be dead. But if we're not, Steve, do me a favor. Uh, Facebook message me. I'll give you my. Uh, I'll give you my mailing address, and I would love you to burn me a copy of the CD. Um, I'm afraid to buy it on eBay because uh, I, I'll get a Streisand CD or some shit will come in the mail. I don't know what I'll get, so I don't want to do that. I'd rather just uh, do what Murray does and steal all his music. So uh, please send that to me, Steve, if you're still listening when this airs. Okay, uh, here's another guy, Rich. Uh, man, I don't know. Is this a typo? Or did it, it's it. It says Rich Rickmond, but it seems like it should be Rich Richmond. Yeah. You think I? That might have been my mistake. This is either from Rich. This might be from Rick Rickmond or Rick Richmond or Rich Richmond or Rick Rickmond. Yes, or Rick Rubin. But uh, I'm going to say it's Rick Richmond. This is a band. Never heard of this band. The Innocence Mission. Kyle, did you ever hear of Innocence Mission? No, I have not. This is from 1995. The album's called Glow. I think I found that. Let me let me check my file here. I want to find out if this is something that I was able to purchase. What are you, what are you guys doing over there? Oh, he was jingling something. What are you I, jingling? I could hear it in there. What are you jingling? His feet or something. I don't know. What are you doing? Are you shaking your cock over there? No. What, you got bells on your cock? Yeah, cock and cock bells. <laughs> you can let your parents listen to this. Uncle Pat said they had cock bells. They wouldn't listen. They can't even turn on the computer. They don't know. They can't do it. <laughs> the only time they listen, I had to burn them an episode on a CD, and then I said, now "How do we play this? Can we play this in the?" Oh yes, you can play it. 
the DVD player didn't bring up any picture. Oh, it's not a DVD. If Kirk knows you're talking about him, he might listen. They're six yeah. years older than me. Now that's it. Your mom's only five years older than me. I know. What happens? What's going to happen to me in five years? You're going to sit at home and watch, uh, even though you don't like dogs, you're going to watch The Dog Whisperer. That's what your dad's watching right now, The Dog Whisperer? He, went, he watched it all through Netflix. All Does he like dogs? No, he did. Did he not. ever have a dog? Uh, no. No, never. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he also doesn't like Kiss, and he used to watch Gene Simmons' Family Jewels Oh, that's an, and that's trash. That's so overproduced. I know, because I work in reality television on, on other shit shows much like that. Okay, this is, um, this is The Innocence Mission, and this song is called Bright as Yellow. And you live life with your arms reached out I to I when speaking Enter rooms with great joy Now these folks, these are these folks are from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and they have uh, their first album came out in '89, and they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They have ten albums. The last one was from 2010. I've never heard of these people. The Innocence Mission, Mission. I can't even say it. I almost said Mitchin. Hey, the Innocent Mitchin. Um, what do we know about like we're, we all grew up in Pennsylvania? What do we know from uh, from Lancaster? They have really good pies called shoe fly pies. They pie. do have a shoe fly pie, but what people what kind of people live there? Uh, Amish Mennonites. Mennonites, right. One time, let me tell you what happened to me. One time, I'm in downtown Lancaster, okay? And uh, just minding my own business. All of a sudden, Harrison Ford gets out of a buckboard. And he's got like a flat brim hat on. He's wearing suspenders. And he kicks the shit out of a townie. This kid was smarting off. Ford gets out, decks him with one punch. Then this old guy he's with, he looked like, I don't know, some Quaker dude. He says, he calls him, he, got, he doesn't even know it's Harrison Ford. The guy, that's how, these Amish people, they don't watch TV and movies. He called Ford John Book. That's what he called him. And he said, don't use your gun of the hand. Well, I don't even know what, these people don't even know. He, guy's talking like Yoda. John Book, do not use gun of the hand. I'm like, what's going on? But it was a, I wanted to get his autograph. He jumped right back in that bug board and took off. Mm. But uh, that's a true story. Hand to God. Gun hand to God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. God to hand. All right. Okay, this is, it's my turn. Hey, I'm up, listeners. Okay? Enough about your songs. This is, uh, this is of course, Billy Idol. But I'm not going to play a song that you might know. That would be un. That would be Unpad Francis. I want to play something from Billy's most recent album from 2005. This is the album's called Devil's Playground. I, and I'm going to swear. So Casey, you might want to you might want to cover your jingle cock. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I love this fucking album, Devil's Playground. Uh, Pardo and I saw him on this tour. Uh, it, it, this song is is the first song in the album. And uh, this is called Super Overdrive. In the devil's playground with an idle mind. Straight up, ready to go. Announce the time. 
Because uh, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. I was rocking, and because I wanted you to hear uh, the title of the song, and because I wanted you to hear Steve Stevens tear it up on guitar. Uh, I I highly highly recommend that entire album, top to bottom. Does he have any new stuff coming out? Because it's that was ten years, almost ten years. I ago. know he's uh, he, he had a great assistant that had two new songs on it, and he's working on an album right now. Okay. And, and if there was contact information on his website, I would try to get him. Uh, as a guest in here, because I think it would be uh, cool to sit down with Billy Idol just to, just so he could sneer at me, <laughs> just raise his lip. He doesn't have to get dressed up either. He doesn't. Well, when we saw him in concert, he doesn't he doesn't come out and then work his way to some form of undress right out with no shirt on immediately. I was actually in a bath. I just oh, this just popped in my head. My wife used to work at DreamWorks, and we got to go to the premiere of. Uh, Jurassic Park Lost World and I went in the bathroom and uh, right next to me in, at the urinal Billy Idol was he wearing a shirt he was wearing a shirt so it took me a second <laughs> and uh, man when that guy pees he lets out a rebel yell I don't know if he had a, if he had a kidney stone or if he had a bladder infection but that guy was uh, that guy was Aah! so <laughs> alright not funny it's hard when no one's laughing these guys are just Let's go to a, a song from the listeners. This guy, and this guy included where he's from. He's from Edmonton. Uh, what's A B mean? Alberta? Uh, yeah, I think so. Edmonton. Up in Canada, that sounds. I'm gonna is say, that where the Oilers are? The Edmonton? Edmonton Oilers, yeah. Why is yeah. it? What's the A B for? I, I think that's Alberta. their like because that's like their uh, their province, province. Yeah. which is like a state. So like that would be like C A, but A B for. Alberta. I don't need to know all that. Why did this guy put all this down? God damn it, now I'm mad. I don't even want to play it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this is Andrew Hoskins. And uh, this band is called the Imagine Dragons. Never heard of the Imagine. Do you know them, Kyle? Yeah, they, they play their shit incessantly on the radio. Whoa, whoa, you can't insult that. That's not nice. I've never heard this one, so this one might be good. This is a pretty good tune. They're from Las Vegas. I can't they should have stayed you. there. What happens there stays oh, there. Oh, my God. I hope you change your mind. Let's hear this song. It's from 2012 from the album Night Visions, and this is called It's Time. So this is what you meant. I have heard this. You've said enough. All right, smartass. 
that was a pretty cool tune. Even Casey nodded and said, "Yeah, that's but good." They, it's like it's way. It's one of those. It's way overplayed. Like it's good once and then. Well, it's perfect for me because I don't know where the young kids listen to music. Well, even I've heard of that song. So that's you're the first young. One I know you're young. Known on the that's list. the first song you've known on the list. Yes. Let, let's let everyone know that Casey, you don't like music. I his, do like his music. musical taste is like a modern version of my dad's. Yeah, yeah, like you like uh, the Beatles, but only the early Beatles. Yeah, but uh, only the hits. Yeah. Like even if I play a little bit of a deep album cut that everyone else would know, you're like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, but I like like Rihanna and Katy Perry. And you do. Like that's that. right. You like Rihanna and Katy Perry. But why do you like them? Well, I like their music a lot, but they're hot too. So all that right, helps. all right. Okay, sit back, sit back, and put your jingle cog back away. <laughs> all right. Look, Andrew. Uh, you can find Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. Yeah. And you can uh, you can tear him a new one on his Twitter feed because that was not nice. And I love that song. And I'm actually going to find that album and I'm actually going to play it for Kyle Night and Day. I'm actually going to put it in his phone and it's going to be his ringtone. Okay, what's next? Is it uh, is it me or is it someone else? It can't be me because I just played Billy Idol. Oh, okay. This is cool. This is a guy named John Morrison. John and I do not know each other at all. But John uh, sent me a band. I don't even know if I can pronounce this. It's Ivan and... What is it? Alyosha? It looks like Alyosha. It's Ivan and Alyosha. Uh, also, it says it says here that they are also known as INA. It's a folk pop indie rock band from Seattle, Washington. And um, this is a song called Don't Want to Die Anymore. So let's check that out. Ivan and Alyosha. Well, I don't want to die anymore. Don't want the Lord to call me home I got this feeling he ain't done with me yet So I'll sit right here and place my bed So I don't want to die, not just yet No, I don't want to get high anymore Latest night now, it must be hard for a, a folk pop rock band to get played on the radio right now, but I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that, too. I like that a lot. That's right in my wheelhouse of, you know, Dylan or some Springsteen or some folky stuff that I can't think of right now. But uh, Ivan and Alyosha, and where did I find that? Did I purchase that or did I do what Murray does and steal all my goddamn music? Murray's, I'm going to get a text from Murray like as soon as he hears this show. Uh, I don't appreciate you saying I stole music. <laughs> I stole my music. I went back and listened to all my episodes, and I've never said that. <laughs> okay, Murray, you can find Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny, and you can tear him a new one. No, that was on iTunes. I purchased that on iTunes. Okay, cool. Oh, here we go. This is cool. Uh, Jamie Whitlock. He's another one of our artists uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, the other two guys are also uh, Jason Levy. Or as Mike Siegel likes to say, uh, Jay Levy, because uh, Mike's a Jew, and I guess he can do that. Um, also, we have, uh, that's what Mike said. He said, I can call him that because I'm Jewish, and he's Jewish, so we can do that. And then Aaron Gould is the fourth artist. But uh, Jamie Whitlock actually did the Facebook artwork for today's episode, and he said, uh, you got to play Isley Brothers, and he didn't say what song to play, but I've always loved this song. So let's hear it from 1966. This was released as a single, and this is the Isley Brothers. I 
I love that song. I like any cover version of it. I like a Rod Stewart version. I like anyone who sings it, I love it. It's just a, it's just a solid song from top to bottom. That's the Isley Brothers. That was recorded when I was two years old. And uh, the title is This Old Heart of Mine. Is weak <laughs> is for weak you. For you, yeah. Oh. Is that what you wanted to add? Yeah. Well, you didn't say it, and I didn't. if people didn't know and they wanted to get that. I think if they just would have typed in This Old Heart of Mine, they would have found it. And Isley Brothers, I think they had enough information on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call you Mr. Parenthetical from now on. No, I just wanted to say the whole title. You didn't say any of the title. Did, I, did, I didn't mean to make it a thing. I was just I didn't that. introduce the song with a title? No, you didn't. Casey, don't gang up on me with your nonverbal shaking of the head. You know what I'll do. I'll take my boot and you know where I'll kick you. <laughs> I don't want to say it again because it's trying to be a clean show. I'll, I'll bust you right in you know where. All right. So uh, this next artist, I am. Uh, I don't. I don't not like him, but he's just. He's. He was never really on my radar. But my my wife likes him. I got her tickets once. She went to see him with her friend at the Greek theater. Her friend Sherry Waterhouse. And hey, what happens at the Greek theater? It stays at the Greek theater. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, then a couple years later, I was at the Greek theater with my friend Jimmy Pardo. We were seeing Stevie Nicks because that's what a couple of straight guys do. You go out and we, uh, I know Jimmy had some high boots and I had a lace skirt and we fucking twirled the night away. We loved it. We loved the Nightbird. We loved uh, whatever, leather and lace, whatever she's doing. I don't even think Nightbird's a song. But whatever she's doing, we, were, we, we, we duetted on a couple things. Jimmy took the Tom Petty part. I took the Stevie Nicks part. It's fucking great. But this guy was the opener and we were both like, nah, we don't like this guy, but we watched some of them. And that guy's a good performer. He's a good live performer. And this is Chris Isaac. Now, I don't care for... Don't, I did not even say to play the music yet. That's why I didn't introduce the last song, because you just started it in. So since my wife likes Chris Isaac, I, I'm going to so knock your heads together like a couple of Three Stooges when this is over. You're done. I'm not driving you home. You guys are going to have to get a cab or get in a bus. Uncle Pat is fucking putting the hammer down. Call Uber. I wish you would turn your mic off. Um, so this is Chris Isaac, and I asked my I asked Pilar today. I go, hey, what Chris, what Chris Isaac song do you like? Do you like? It? And she started to say one. I go, Baby did a bad bad thing, and she goes, Oh yeah, I love Baby did a bad bad thing. And then I said, and this is going to be gross for you too. But I said, That's the one that gets you hot, isn't it? And she said, Yeah, that's the one. So uh, if you ever hear this song playing, and there's a sock on the doorknob, you guys head upstairs because. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Let's take it from 55 seconds. Maybe the bad, bad thing. I feel like crying. Feel like crying. You ever toss and turn your mind awake and thinking about the one you love? Oh, thanks. You ever close your eyes, you make it believe you're holding the one you're dreaming of? You say so. It is so bad when you finally know just how long. Baby did a bad, bad thing Baby did a bad, bad thing Baby did a bad, bad thing I feel like crying I feel like crying I actually have a version of that done by... Uh... Enrique Iglesias, and it goes uh, something like this. <clears throat> a baby did a bad, bad thing. A baby did a bad, bad thing. 
She make me feel like you're crying because she did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I am tired of your incessant mocking of me today. <laughs> I want you and Casey to switch seats. This next gentleman who sent a song in, this guy, Tom, I don't know if I'm going to say your name right. I've never had an opportunity to say your name. I'm going to say it's Tom Neuerberg. Or would it be Norberg? How would you say it? It's spelled uh, correctly. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was Norenberg from here, but there's no end. So it's right in front of you, Norberg. How can you not see it? It's right. We're not. We're not at a. We're not at Donald Trump's <laughs> corporate office meeting room I'm table. To, I'm looking at it sideways too. Okay. I think it's Norberg. Let me see. We're saying the first name right, right, Tom? <laughs> That's what we got that. I think so. Okay. I got to tell you, Tom, I don't know how to say your last name, God damn it. Is it Normanberg? No. Is it Nuggerberg? It's, it's N-E-U. What do you E-R- think? It's N-E-U-E-R-B. I'm passing it down. B-U-R-G. Let the young kid. How do you say that? Norberg. Norberg. What about the first name? I'm pretty sure it's Tom. I think it is. Okay. Okay. Tom. Tom Norberg. Now, Tom and I, Tom and I share a love of all things Thin Lizzy. I sent Tom a Facebook message a couple weeks ago. I said, did you know Black Star Riders are coming to your town? And he goes, Black Star Riders? You mean uh, with Scott Gorham, uh, guitars from Thin Lizzy? I said, yeah, that's right, Tom. He goes, I did not know they're coming to my town. But you can bet your ass I'm going to be there. So we both go see Black Star Riders. Not together, because Tom doesn't want to hang with me. But um, Tom said, uh, you got to play In Excess, and you got to play this exact tune. Drop it in, Kyle. That's in excess, fronted by the great Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins, uh, Rock in Peace. Um, that's from the album Shabu Shaba. And uh, in excess has so many great songs. Like if you if you pick up uh, an in excess greatest hits, you, you'll know every single one of those songs. Uh, they, and, and they have deep album cuts. And just 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 uh, who knows what they would be doing now if Michael Hutchins. Uh, wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have passed. But um, if I had to list my top, you know, one, two, three in excess songs, "Don't Change" would definitely, definitely be right up there. Uh, it it might just be my favorite. So thank you, Tom uh, Nunuberg, for uh, sending that in. Nutterberg, call me Tom. We'll figure this out. Um, 
this uh, this next song. This is weird. This is uh, this was just a woman on the Facebook page. I don't even think she follows the Facebook page. Maybe she found this through a friend of a friend. I don't know, but by she, accident, by she thought a- it was Google. I don't know if she. I don't know if maybe like a friend of hers is on this page, and she's. I don't know what happened, but uh, it, she doesn't even have a last name. It's just um, Laura L. And she said that we have to play a song by Incubus. Am I saying that right? I think it's Incubus. Inca. So we're going to play Incubus. (laughs) That's why I don't know these bands. I don't know how to say their names. Incubus. So this is Incubus. And uh, this is a band that, that, um, I don't know. Should I like them? Who are they for? I don't know. For some reason, I think of them like Maroon 5 in the same. No, no. No. But that's not right. That's what I mean. That's no. bad. That's my bad. It's just I don't know. Like it's that's my bullshit. <laughs> it's one of those like I, I don't know if I can listen to an album, but every time I hear one of their songs, I'm like, oh, I like this song. Well, that's what I, that's what I was like when the, when this uh, song by uh, by my very good friend Laura L. Uh, Laura, you, you won't even know we're playing your song. She, is she related to Superman? You think that she's related to Kyle L? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Laura L is Jor L's wife. Travis Kennedy, could you get on that and let me know if that's true? I think Supergirl's name is Laura, actually. If this fucking request came in from Supergirl, I am going to, I am going to, I was going to say bust, oh, busted nut. I think it's Kara. It's Kara. Are you Googling that? <laughs> you are Googling it. Oh my God. When I need musical information, nothing from this kid. When we have to find out what size blouse Supergirl wears. Yeah, it's Kara, not Laura. That was my mistake. Care is actually 5-7 Okay, this is Incubus And this song is called Echo There's something about the look in your eyes Something I notice when the light was just right That I was alive And it reminded me That you're so worth the fight yeah. My biggest fear Will be the rescue of me Strange how it turns out that way Yeah Could you show me I like that tune a lot. Echo by Incubus. What's great is I had to go and, like I said, I had to buy most of these tunes, so now I, I have them, and uh, I'll be listening to these. I might, uh, we got to get this up on Spotify immediately so people can hear all these great tunes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have one more song to play, and then Kyle will play us out. I want to do some quick business. Uh, this is episode 155. Next week will be episode 156. And that will be the last episode of year three. And I just want to thank, uh, I want to thank Mike Siegel and Murray Valariano and Christy Stratton and April Richardson and Kyle Dotson for helping me uh, keep the show uh, going. I'm having more fun than I've ever had. I love these rotating hosts. I love every, they bring something different all the time and uh, it just keeps me on my toes 
I like uh, I like um, I just like everything about the new format. I hope you guys are enjoying it too. I want to thank all you listeners for for still tuning in and hanging with us. Um, I want to thank Jason Wilcox and Andrew Rich, and I want to thank uh, Scott Phillips who created a, a blog spot where you guys can, or I'm sorry, a message board where you guys can go over and talk music. And whenever we give something away here, that's that's where I'm posting it to try to get some activity over there. That's at rocksolidpodcast.activeboard.com. And um, you can follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show and like us on Facebook. And uh, hopefully we're going to have a lot of great guests coming up in, uh, in season four or year four. So um, I'm going to play one more song to play us out. And uh, a lot of people mentioned this band. You can't play the letter I without playing some Iron Maiden. And uh, for me, this is just, this is like the quintessential Iron Maiden song from Peace of Mind. Let's hear a little bit of The Trooper. You'll take my life, but I'll take yours too. You fire musket, but I'll run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand, there's no turning back. The feel of sounds, the times begin. I just wanted to keep playing on and on and on. That's just great. Yeah. I love it. Hey, uh, some other people, again, if you go to uh, rocksolidpodcast.com, um, there's a donation button there. And if you click on it, you're just supporting the show. And uh, just some of the people, uh, other people that have supported us in the past couple of weeks uh, have been Matt Booth. He uh, threw some money our way. And, um, of course, uh, Lucas Henger threw some money our way. And it, it's always a surprise, and it's always flattering, and I appreciate it. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Casey, thanks for sitting in and um, laughing because you were my audience. Uh, Kyle had no time for me tonight. Uh, Kyle, thank you for turning the knobs. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, when I say turning the knobs, I, of course, I mean your penis. And uh, <laughs> My jingle cock. Your jingle cock. So what do you have to play us out? What do we got? Some uh, craziness. Uh, this is a Swedish metal band called In Flames. I thought you were going to try to play a Nine Inch Nail song, but tell us that th- this band's called Inch Nails. <laughs> so uh, what's it called? In Flames? Yeah, In Flames. Where, where are they from? They're from Sweden. A lot of the Swedish people are angry in their music. Yeah, this is uh, this is kind of mellow, actually. All right. Surprisingly. But this is uh, from their 2006 album called Come Clarity, and this is the uh, title track. Let's do it. On Rock Solid. Mm-hmm. 